Style Podcast, your daily mood booster. Ottawa's Move 100. Hello, Tuesday. Good morning, Angie. Good morning, Janelle. Morning. Morning. Good morning to all those of you listening to us on the iHeartRadio app, on your smart speaker, and driving in on the old car radio. Question for you guys. Did you uh, notice anybody without a mask yesterday in your travels? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. For uh, sure. Big time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I uh, popped over to the Rita Center, actually, yesterday for the first time in I don't know how long, and uh, there were a lot of people. Wandering around, no mask, yeah. and just feeling like it's normal. I don't know if they felt normal. Yeah. I still felt like, no, you know, I still had my mask on, but it just, it felt not normal to see it, you know, for the <laughs> yeah. first day. To yeah. see some faces like, hey, what's that person doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I noticed in the, uh, the I popped in the, the, the dollar store for a few things for some DIYs. And uh, I, I definitely noticed that it was, you know, the employees in those buildings who have had to wear masks for eight plus hours, oh God, like yeah. working a shift. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they were really excited to, you know, be able to have that choice and make that decision if they felt comfortable with it. They yeah. they did it. And so I noticed that it was definitely the employees in there were unmasked and, you know, people who were shopping as well. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't looking down on people yesterday. I mean, everyone's choice is everyone's choice. So far be it for me to tell somebody what to do. But uh, I ha- I. I did hear of some stories where people are like you know, getting mad at other people for not wearing masks really? and that yeah like uh, give it a rest no nah, i didn't somebody, i didn't hear anything about that no, i didn't think either. that was going to happen on day one already yeah, I, saw, I, I didn't really see anybody like giving anyone sideways no. looks or like no i saw a lot of action on twitter like there's a there's a lot of conversation on twitter uh they responded to one of our tweets yesterday and people started getting upset mad like leave it alone like everybody will fight over the littlest and stupidest things like Mm. Just, it just blows my mind. Uh, I was surprised. Like my son, I was talking to him last night. He's uh, in senior kindergarten. He said in his class there was only one child that didn't have a mask on. So they were the majority yeah. of them that oh, still okay. had. Uh, so I was surprised actually. And my daughter was saying that in her high school in particular, she said it was about fifty fifty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, it's it's going to be a transition. But what they did announce, which I didn't know. My, my dad popped over last night and he's like, oh, yeah, and then the masks, you know, people coming back from traveling. And I was like, what are you talking about? I hadn't heard it. Apparently it was on the news. But now you just had it in your news this yeah. morning. And I think a lot of people miss that memo a little bit. Because it's not provincial. It's kind of like overrides the provincial ruling. It's right. a federal oh. mandate that if you come back from out of country for 14 days, you still have to mask up. That is the ruling Everywhere. Right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. everywhere. That's why I got an email yesterday with a little Canada government of Canada on it because we were in Vermont last week Mm -hmm. and said, if you're in Canada, you have to uh, be wear a mask for 14 days. I'm like, what? Oh, so you got it. You did get that. I was like, why am I getting this? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So anyone who was on March break, you should be technically by the rules, be masking up for 14 days in all spaces. Mm. Be interesting to see how they regulate that. Well, hopefully people just do it. (laughs) Yeah. Hopefully people just do it. But then there's the other thing, right? Is like people calling you up because friends will know that you were away on March break last week. They Mm -hmm. saw your pictures on Facebook. (laughs) Facebook and then all of a sudden they see you and you're not masking and then there's just another you know thing to judge you on but uh apparently that is the rule right now so yeah when you think useless think of still everybody welcome welcome it's stuntman Stu's useless fact of the day on move 100 all right think back to when you were on the dating scene do you remember how crazy it was back in the day yeah (laughs) i don't want to go back You know that in the ocean, there's some uh, drama as well. You know that some female squid wear fake testicles to avoid the advancements of male squids? 
Where are they finding these fake testicles? At the shopping store? Like, come on. What? Are they finding it off of other dead squids? I guess. I'd like to know where they find them. Yeah, I But that's pretty savvy, you Maybe know? they're DIYing them. <laughs> Maybe they're like ocean pearls. <laughs> A matching set. Uh, so they put them on and yeah. they uh, pretend to be... I guess of of the same sex, I guess, yeah. so that the male squid won't pester them. Well, yeah. men are easy to fool. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to see here, just a couple of baseballs. <laughs> like, what? Baseballs, you're being generous. All right, uh, how do you rate that fact? Oh my gosh, I love wildlife facts. I think it's yeah. so fascinating. I'm gonna give that. Uh, I'm gonna give that a nine. Yeah, me too. That was a good one, and it made me giggle. <laughs> All right, so the scores we go at 10 0 30. Mr. Camphill chiming in with uh, five. Really? That's Ooh, it? Oh, really? Wow, okay. Yes, we offended I, Mr. Camphill. Honestly, okay. think about how that, like, female squid, they're so smart. That yeah. is such a smart mm-hmm. move, yeah. honestly. Uh, the early morning kids give that an 11 this morning. Too funny, they say. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, all right. Uh, women are the best, says Bonnie and Yuri, the dynamic duo, uh, giving you a 100 out of 10. All right. Uh, Hall of Fame Gusto says, um, are they a prime member? 10 out of 10. <laughs> yeah, maybe they prime them in. Amazon. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, Boss Traveler, that is a hilarious fact. I give you a ballsy score of 10. That's right. Thank you. <laughs> Wonderful. Woody says, uh, very smart, those lady squid. That is a 10. Uh, Stuart's number one favorite fan is Renatic Mama gives him a 10. Thank you, Mother. Mm-hmm. Hall of Famers, Ghost Rider, and his dad, Pierre, the dehydrated Frenchman. Uh, girls ain't got nothing but girls ain't got nothing but trouble. We ain't nothing but trouble, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, we are. It gives you a 10 this morning. We're Transformers in so many ways. <laughs> the latest in all things viral, pop culture, and news. Here's what's trending on Move 100. Imagine being a president leading your country through the war and still having a chance to sit down and have a FaceTime call to thank people who are helping you in a meaningful way. So that is what President Vladimir Zelensky did with uh, a FaceTime call with Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher, which he shared uh, a video of over Twitter, um, because they were the first, uh, among the first, to respond to their grief, he says. And they launched this GoFundMe, and it was uh, to try to provide like meaningful help in terms of Airbnb accommodations, which is the thing they need the most yeah. right now, is somewhere to go. And their fundraiser that they launched is already over $35 million. Wow. Holy cow. And they pledged, of course, $3 million of just their own money. But uh, like the, Zelensky says, like this is, in, in a lot of cases, more than a lot of countries have done for them. That's <laughs> think true, about it, right? actually, when you think of that, yeah. So $35 million. So, uh, yeah, they had a chance to have a call with him and, and his thanks and all of that. And they're just, I mean, she's of Ukrainian descent, right? Mm-hmm. So this was something that she just wanted to do. So, and again, we all remember, you know, a lot of the stories and the things that have come out of this uh incredibly hard war to watch and many of you will remember little Amelia seven years old she went super duper viral when she beautifully sang Disney's hit song from the movie Frozen let it go while she and her family sheltered in a bomb shelter listen to her original video Oh. 
what the song is, right? even yeah. though Any we language. don't know the language that she is speaking. And imagine, you know, for all of us who have heard our little kids running around the house singing that song and thinking, you know, being swept up in this Disney world and her singing that song. And imagine the meaning that that song has when you're mm-hmm. singing Let It Go while you're sitting in a bomb shelter with your yeah. family. You yeah. know, like that is their reality. And she has always dreamed about being a singer and then to go viral for something like this, right? Yeah. Well, they have made it now safely to Poland, she and her siblings and her grandmother. And now she had a chance to perform on a much bigger stage at a huge Ukrainian a charity concert. She got to perform the Ukrainian national anthem. Oh, her little voice. The confidence at that age, too. Like, she's literally singing in front of a huge stadium. Launch her into the stratosphere. I mean, there has to be some good that comes out of any of this. And that's what's trending. Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle. Ottawa's Move 100. All right, who is it? Who is your annoying coworker? And the reason we ask this is because a whopping 90% of you have admitted you have at least one coworker that annoys you. And then on top of that, 60% of people have actually left a job because of them. Holy smokes. <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, think about how much time you really spend with coworkers in a day, right? Yeah, but so, to leave your job and go and try yeah. find something else. I mean, I guess eight hours is just too much for some people. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Five we. days a week. So I guess we should do a deep dive and figure out, you know, how to help people out here. So what would you say is, quote, annoying coworker behavior? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about the friendly and the nice guy Jeff Hopper at Pure Country Night. Oh, we're not. I didn't think we were going to name names. I thought we were just <laughs> going to talk about behavior patterns. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm going to name Hopper because he always did this to me. Every time I would walk into the studio, my favorite chair would be gone, and I would look no further than next door. And where's my favorite chair? Hopper is sitting on it. I'm like, dude. <laughs> That's my chair. No, it's not your chair. Dude, that's my chair. So I finally got to the point where I actually put my name on a piece of tape underneath that chair and busted him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really? So maybe maybe you stole it from him in the first place. Right? Huh? Mm-hmm. Probably. But <laughs> when, you, when you get a new chair, it's, it's so good because there's old ratty chairs in the studio. And like anybody that works in an office space would relate to that because somebody always has a good chair. And when I sat my butt on that chair it was like heaven Mm -hmm. and then the next day it was gone so you're saying your butt made an imprint Mm -hmm. (laughs) yes Mm -hmm. i think that's the case in a lot of spaces though like i mean there's a lot of things in here that say property of move do not remove (laughs) you know what i mean because i think it's the same in cubicle world right like so and so has to put their name on their stapler so and so has to put their name on because things just go missing missing all the time yep Mm -hmm. like oh somebody grab that well you know if you're gonna call names Stu. You are an annoying coworker for this <laughs> habit that you do. And What'd it drives me bonkers when anyone does this. When you, you know, I am good, I'm happy, I love to do a little bit of small chat and, you know, just converse and kind of, you know, get to know my coworkers a little bit better. But not when I'm in the middle of something. Like <laughs> when somebody comes in and I am clearly visibly doing something, shut up. <laughs> 
don't try and spark up a conversation about your weekend activities with me at that moment. <laughs> I am clearly busy trying to get my stuff done. And absolutely, at no time ever should you be doing this on a Friday when I'm trying to get out of the office. <laughs> <laughs> Stu, so well, what you doing? <laughs> well, excuse me. No, but you're notorious for that all through this building. You, like, you'll go down to like the live TV set, the CTV Morning Live, and they're in the middle of doing a live show. to be like, hey, uh, so you got any free food? Like, what's going on down here? Yeah. Can't <laughs> see? I am busy what? doing something. Is this an intervention? Like, is this Dr. Phil? However, Why? if Stu is on his phone and you try to talk to him, yeah. oh, you get the death stare. Don't talk to me when I'm on my phone. I'm that guy. <laughs> so what is it that you would say is annoying coworker behavior? We're not looking out anybody by name here, but I mean, we're looking to help people make sure it's not them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Just make everyone aware of all the annoying habits and just stop doing them. Right. So what would you say you would add to the list? You can call us 750-1100 or text it in to 10-0-30. I like this one from Emily. She says, you know what? When they hire a new boss who uh, is someone who is not even ex- experienced as you are, <laughs> you've, you've yeah. been there longer, you know more, and you yeah. could do their job in your sleep. However, they feel the need to boss you because they were hired as the boss. <laughs> Yeah, that's not a good situation. That'd be annoying. Mm -hmm. I think we can all relate to John's on Facebook. She says, leaving messes in the shared kitchen space, dishes left in the sink, spills and crumbs on the counter, splatter in the microwave, rotting food left in the fridge. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just gross. Like, I mean, look, we're coworkers. We're not each other's maids here. Come on. And it's crazy that this is a problem almost in every single office space. It's like, what does your house look like? Like, Right? (laughs) I know. You get mad at your kids for not doing that, but yeah, you're doing it at work. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Um, This one blows my mind. And more than one person mentioned this. I don't know why anyone's doing this at work, but Sharon says cutting their nails at their desk. Oh, that's disgusting. No hygiene at work. Right? (laughs) Stu used to floss his teeth here in the studio. Oh, my. No. And I would see the spit hitting the monitor of the computer in front of him. In my defense, I would have an apple every morning and the apple would get caught in my teeth. So what else am I supposed to do? Yeah, turn around and look at me while you floss your teeth. Why don't you do that? <laughs> Go to the bathroom. Yeah, it takes <laughs> too long. Oh, my gosh. Uh, and, you know, what? speaking of, like, shared spaces, you talked about the kitchen. Uh, a lot of people, some in some cases, and probably more now, because they do these workplaces where they do turnovers, where some yeah. people are in Mondays and Wednesdays and other people are in, you know, the following week on those days. So um, some people have shared computers and shared desks, and yep. uh, they get locked out of their computers because someone didn't log out. Out, oh, yes. You know, like that kind of thing. We have that here. We have mm. a shared space here, and there are a bazillion buttons that sit in front of me. And <laughs> one of those buttons is changed. And <laughs> it throws a whole show off. <laughs> it throws a whole show off. And I'm like, I don't know what button to hit. Uh, yeah. There's too many. There's a lot of colors in front of me. So, oh. yeah, put everything back the way you oh, found Oh, like you just got a text from someone saying that they too worked with someone in the 80s who would sit in their cubicle clipping their toenails. Oh. Why is this so toenails? common? Yeah, that I said this is a fingernail thing. Toenails? Oh my god! Uh, You're taking off your shoes in your gnarly sock and just clipping your toes in the cubicle. No, 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 clip, no, clip, no, clip, no. The latest in all things viral, pop culture, and news. Here's what's trending on Move 100. Well, if you're into the real estate world, you know that some of the things people want, you know, maybe a nice home theater room, maybe a nice gourmet kitchen. Well, if you're in Hollywood, one of the most sought after things these days in these high end listings, the panic room. 
Really? So apparently there's been a dramatic spike in crime around Hollywood. So like these high profile robberies, we hear about this all the time. Stars all mm-hmm. of a sudden, you know, being in the house with someone who's in their house robbing them. I don't know how they got back right. past security. I don't yeah. know how this happens. But there's big business for panic rooms increased more than a thousand percent over the last three months. So uh, stars like Madonna, George Clooney, Paul McCartney have these. But these are protected by Kevlar and a ton of steel. And typically, you need biometrics like a finger or a retina scan to open them. Oh, my gosh. This is like spy stuff. Very minority report. (laughs) Wow. Uh, And increasingly, they are more luxurious rather than being a cold steel cell. They have these like separate bathrooms and suites and the whole thing. But you can't advertise them in real estate listings, right? Because they have to be top secret that they're there. Oh. This is the world that we don't understand. (laughs) We will never be Way over our heads. <laughs> People are just shelling out money for their own panic room. Unbelievable. Yeah. Their own bunker. So one lucky bride-to-be, speaking of Hollywood, got the surprise of a lifetime on her wedding day just over this past weekend, thanks to Tom Hanks. So they're doing their photos, just the bridal party, just the bride and her girls before the wedding ceremony. They're outside the Fairmont, Pittsburgh, and then all of a sudden, up walks Tom Hanks. And he just goes, hi, I'm Tom Hanks. Can I take photos with you guys? <laughs> Hasn't he done this before? He's always done this, yeah. So they, of course, all start screaming. They're pretty much in shock. The photos are so cute. Just Tom with the whole bridal party. But my thing is, like, imagine her telling the groom after, like, oh, yeah, and on my way here, I met Tom Hanks. He'll be in our wedding photos. Yeah, (laughs) That's so true. He would totally miss it. I'd be so mad. (laughs) If I was the groom, be like, what? So, uh, yeah, apparently he's uh, in Pittsburgh filming a new project uh, called A Man Called Otto. So, yeah, he happened upon another wedding party. The world needs more guys like Tom Hanks. I love that he asks if he can be in the pictures. And it's not like the the bride saying, like, oh, my God, that's Tom Hanks. Like, let's go ask him. (laughs) It just pops up. Hi, I'm Tom. (laughs) (laughs) And that's what's trending. Time. Are you ready? Word Wars on Move 100. You know when the Senators lose, they spend the next day in practice and watching uh, footage of their game and figuring out what they did wrong? So yesterday I listened to the podcast that Janelle produces and I listened to Word Wars four times yesterday and I listened to how badly uh, you guys thought I, I described the word uh pancakes and i said fluffy no we didn't we said that that was a good clue for oh, one yeah. time yeah <laughs> you can't just keep saying fluffy if the contestant doesn't get it though if the contestant doesn't get it you gotta pivot and like give something else you don't just keep going fluffy 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 maybe if i say it faster <laughs> and more times they will get it all right so janelle who's made the cut today all right today we are playing with janet and allison Stu, you and allison will play first good morning allison Good morning. Y'all ready to win? Let's do it. All right. Are you uh, talking on the speakerphone? No. You in the toilet? No. <laughs> sounds, That's a personal question. Well, sounds very hollow. All right. Uh, choice of categories, please. All right. So thank you to Lucy Charette, who sent in our categories. We have either ocean or universe. What do you like? Uh, let's do ocean. <clears throat> ocean. All things ocean related. Three, two, one. The ocean is very... Um, Big? It's n- not sweet. It's healthy. Yes, and uh, this this is uh, this has eight legs uh, in opposite. the ocean. Yes, and uh, at the beach, there's a lot of what? Sand. Yeah, this is one of the biggest mammals in the ocean. Um, a whale. Yes, and uh, what is shark. That? Yes, and you collect these. Uh, uh, oh. 
No, they, what kind of shells? Seashells. Yes. Ooh, nice good. work. Good job. Yes. You guys Solid. Six. Really, really, really good job. Much better than Fluffy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hang on the line, Allison. Okay. We're going over to Janet. Janet. Good morning, Janet. Hi. Okay. So he did pretty good today. <laughs> he did do very good today. Yes, I did. So we need to be perfect to solidify your win, Janet. Okay. All right. All right. And your category is the universe. Okay. Good luck. It's out there. All right. Here we go. We live on planet Earth. Yes. And what did I just say? Earth is a planet. Yeah. And uh, the, the this comes up at night, not the sun, but the moon. Yeah. Twinkle, twinkle, little star. And if it's not light, it's very dark. Yes. And what did I just say? The the yellow thing up in the sky. Sun. And people study this. It's the study of the stars. Astronomy. Oh, yes. Thought we were going to have trouble with astronomy. Janet, no problem for you. Look at that. I'm sorry, Stewie. You did play very well, though. Really good today. Thank you, Angie. (laughs) Tell Janet what she's won. Uh, Janet, you are off to the movie theaters. We've got tickets and treats for two to Landmark Cinemas. For movie lovers, tickets and showtimes at LandmarkCinemas.com. That's great. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Thanks, you too. Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle. Ottawa's Move 100. Would you actually leave your job because of an annoying coworker? Yeah, a lot of people say they would. 57% of people have actually left their job because of annoying people at the workplace. And you know, there is a long list of habits. Uh, that people put up with, but if you don't want to be that person, like that person in the office, here's what not to do. Yeah. (laughs) You guys are giving us a lot of good things this morning. I like this one from Emily. She says, you know what? When they hire a new boss who uh, is someone who is not even ex- experienced as you are. <laughs> you've oh, you've yeah. been there longer, you know more, and you <laughs> yeah. could do their job in your sleep. However, they feel the need to boss you because they were hired as the boss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not a good situation. That'd be yeah. annoying. Mm-hmm. I think we can all relate to John's on Facebook. She says, leaving messes in the shared kitchen space, dishes left in the sink, spills and crumbs on the counter, splatter in the microwave, rotting food left in the fridge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just gross. Like, I mean, Look, we, we're coworkers. We're not each other's maids here. Come and, on. And it's crazy that this is a problem almost in every single office space. It's yeah. like, what does your house look like? like right? What? I know. You get mad at your kids for not doing that, but yeah, you're doing it at work. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, this one blows my mind, and more than one person mentioned this. I don't know why anyone's doing this at work, but Sharon says, cutting their nails at their desk. Oh, Ooh, that's no, disgusting. No hygiene at work. Right? <laughs> Stu used to floss his teeth here in yeah. the studio. Oh, my. Well, no. And I in, would see the spit hitting the monitor in, of the on. computer in front of in, him. In my defense, I would have an apple every morning, and the apple would get caught in my teeth. So, what else am I supposed to do? Yeah, turn around and look at me while you floss your teeth. Why don't you do that? <laughs> Go to the bathroom. Yeah, it takes Sooner. too long. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Uh, and you know what, speaking of like shared spaces, you talked about the kitchen, uh, a lot of people, some, in some cases, and probably more now because they do these workplaces where they do turnovers, where some people are in Mondays and Wednesdays and other people are in, you know, the following week on those days. So, um, some people have shared computers and shared desks and, uh, they get locked out of their computers because someone didn't log out. Yes. You know, like that kind of thing. We have that here. We have Mm. a shared space here and there are a bazillion buttons that sit in front of me. And one of those buttons is 
has changed. And <laughs> it throws a whole show off. <laughs> it throws a whole show off. And I'm like, I don't know what button to hit. Yeah. There's too many. There's a lot of colors in front of me. So, oh. yeah, put everything back the way you oh, found Oh, we it. just got a text from someone saying that they, too, worked with someone in the 80s who would sit in their cubicle clipping their toenails. Oh. Why is this so toenails? common? That I think is this disgusting. is a fingernail thing. Toenails? Toenails. Oh, my God. Uh. Like you just, you're taking off your shoes in your gnarly no. sock and just clipping your no. toes in no, the cubicle? No, 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 Clip. no, no. Clip. No, no, stop. The latest in all things viral, pop culture, and news. Here's what's trending on Move 100. Well, Canadian singer The Weeknd just had a chance to guest star on The Simpsons in not one, but dual roles, playing young streetwear line owner Orion Hughes and his movie star father, Darius Hughes. People loved it. Have a listen to The Weeknd. I'm doing it. I'm authentic. No one's ever been this real. What's falling down? That, How that's cool. my blood. I've never seen it before. It's so cool. Let's go again. Yeah. <laughs> How cool is that? Yeah. So he uh, apparently did such a good job. The creator was like, yeah, this was awesome. So he's actually petitioning him to now maybe make him a, re- a recurring character, like a friend of Bart Simpson. So he could have a new side gig. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I would imagine, yeah. like, as a kid growing up, I mean, The weekend's not that old. He probably grew up watching The Simpsons. Oh, totally. Like, right? <laughs> like, this is a huge get for him. So that's pretty cool. Uh, so the United Nations have released their 10th annual report on its ranking of the happiest countries in the world. This includes, like, life evaluations, just overall positive emotions and negative emotions about things. So, you know, we, we often like it when we make these lists. And we did. Uh, we got top, uh, f- well, 15. We're number 15. Oh. oh, I thought we were going to be a little higher than that, no. maybe. But, I mean, like, to be honest, that's out of 146 countries. That's pretty good, yeah. So, 50, mm-hmm. if you got 15 out of 146 on a quiz when you were in school, you would have thought that was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, this, um, the fifth year in a row, though, this is no surprise. The Scandinavian and Norden countries have all the top spots. So, look at this ranking. Number one, Finland. Two, Denmark. Three, Iceland. Four, Switzerland. Land, fight the Netherlands. Yeah. I've Something about that Scandian, Scandinavian way of life. Eh? I know. They just, they do it right there. Yeah, they do. They're the healthiest. They live the longest in some cases. They're, they're very outdoorsy. Yes, they are. Mm, yes. They're very outdoorsy. They eat very well. They don't fill up on a lot of starchy carbs. They're all about like fish and proteins and vegetables. Mm-hmm. And they uh, they love the sauna way of life. They they like to mm. appreciate, like, what is it, the higa? The higa? Oh, yeah. Uh, hoogie or huga? Higgy or something. Yeah, it's a style of... Like, it means, like, comfort. Like, mm-hmm. cozy blankets and fireside and oh, a nice. warm cup, mm-hmm. of, a cup of something. And, like, they very much embrace that type mm-hmm. of lifestyle. That's very much my lifestyle. <laughs> yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> very outdoorsy and eating healthy. Yeah, that's you. I got the feels. And it feels good. It's a feel-good moment to kick off your workday. Angie's All the Feels on Move 100. So last year, 13-year-old Megan was diagnosed with a childhood cancer called acute lymphoblastic leukemia. And she and her sister Emily are the closest among their six siblings. They are the best of friends. So it was particularly devastating and hard on Emily as well. So definitely the hardest thing Emily says we've ever been through. We were on the floor crying. It was just a lot for us. Like at 13, I can't imagine. So their mom, Christine, was with Megan for every 
moment of her cancer journey. Together, they braved the several rounds of harsh chemotherapy, but unfortunately, the treatment didn't work as they had hoped. So doctors started Megan on a form of immunotherapy called CAR-T, and the family just prayed for good news. So Christine, mom, happened to be out doing errands with her son, Ben, when she got the life-changing call that Megan's text results finally showed she was cancer-free. So what did she do? She said, when I answered it and I heard those words, I just started crying as a mama, hugging my youngest. I didn't even think to go home and tell Megan the patient, she said. (laughs) I was like, I've got to tell her sister, Emily. And Emily was at work. So mom drove to the Starbucks and gave Emily the fantastic news, but in the best way possible. She uh, pretended to just be ordering coffee. So she said, yeah, I'd like to take uh, one tea and one latte, a shot of espresso, and just top it off with 100% cancer-free. Oh, my gosh. gosh. And her daughter goes, actually, what? And she's a full-on tear. She saw me. She's like, really? Really? Is she? And then uh, so she was bawling. Her coworkers surrounded her. They're all hugging her in the Starbucks drive through window. So, yes, her sister Megan is now on the road to recovery. She will have to do one more bone marrow transplant to ensure the cancer doesn't return, but by all accounts, doing really well. Wow. When you get that call, you're you don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Like it's you 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 you're you're hearing the words, but you can't believe it. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's I can't wild. imagine. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. a celebration for sure. And that's all the feels on Move 100.